I wait, hold on. A oh, okay. What? Hey, there's someone else here. Wait, I told you not to give it to anybody. What happened? Oh, hold on. I, I keep forgetting this. I... Dude, things mirrored image, and I'm doing this wrong. I'm and yeah. See, no, I got it right. See, right there, top left, somewhere next. You've to been doing all those fancy live streams. You totally nailed it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, tech fans of all shapes and sorts and sizes and persuasions. Exactly. Well, welcome to another conversation about the best tech of our week, and I hope you all have had a lovely week. And we're joined. An amazing guest this week to share her best tech of the week, one Miss Trisha Hirschberger. What? Thank you for Welcome. having me, guys. I totally Welcome. snuck into this broadcast, by the way. They didn't invite I... me. Juan and TK were just like, you know, sometime if you want to stop by. And I thought today like, would be a really great time what? to stop by. Of all just, days, of all just days, just slid man. right out of our DMs and right into <laughs> our lives. Into the. I. Yep, that that's yep. exactly how I was doing. so old. I almost started to get out of my dreams to get into my <laughs> car. I mean, like it's a terrible what? song. How Why would I? Say that? <laughs> we're, in there. we're we're um we're, 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 we're slowly expanding our friend footprint. Thank thank and thank you yeah. for joining us because we're you know obviously this is a slightly later show to start to start streaming on and uh we were like well we can't start with our east coast friends um <laughs> exactly sorry no uh well yes i know totally with you and in in the um and it's really just us hanging out kicking it and, and having fun um we used to do this in person but you know ever since the current situation we you know juan and i can't have ramen and and hang out and just chit chat every week so we figured hey make it into a show and have all of our other friends hang out with us. So we had Gary, Aditya, uh, Jeff's in the comment, of course, um, you know, Jason's in the El Jefe, El Jefe reviews, of course. Um, and we're very, very uh, happy to have you with us, uh, Trish, uh, big fan, longtime follower, first time caller. Um, you know, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I'm doing, uh, but you know, thank you for joining us. And, um, yes, you are a pro at this and we, yeah, we're barely starting. It's episode what, 12. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're still getting our sea legs, but again, yeah. I'm feeling real good about this week. I'm feeling really good. And then also just, I, I, I don't know about you two. Um, I, I had a really good week, uh, mm-hmm. just family and, and work and life. And it was, it was a really good balance of, of, of tech and fatherhood. And, um, I don't know, just from, from where we were a couple of weeks ago, where Juan was super cranky and I was using this as therapy, um, airing my dirty laundry I, i'm feeling like today's gonna be a, a nice light show where we can kind of just ramble and hang out and have a good time Definitely. i love that how is the family yeah we're we're, we're doing good um lex is killing it with schoolwork. um she is blowing me away like she's starting to do pre-algebra like number placement like if you give her equations like mm-hmm. you know obviously two plus two equals and she'll write four. And now she's starting to do things like three plus blank equals four and figuring nice. out like the process of you know, like that. It's just blowing my mind. Lex you know? has always been really good at math though. Don't be shy. Lex has always killed it when it comes to math. I, I'm pretty good at math. I'm, you know, it's so funny when you, you kind of, you, you have those like family dynamics. Cause my little sister was, I, I, she, she's like like I say scary smart. I mean, I don't mean that in any kind of like derogatory way because he's my <laughs> little sister. So that's just how we've always described her. But like she she has a very intuitive 
understanding and processing of math. Like she would get really frustrated and then just end up at like an end result that like I couldn't follow. Um, and, and there are little glimpses, like I can see sometimes where she acts a little like my brother and then sometimes where she's acting a little like my sister. And it's just so, it's so crazy to see this, this little person forming right in front of you. This little part of you is going to get bigger, smarter and outwit you. <laughs> and just remember, Already she's going to watch you for her whole life. See, I'm dealing with 11 years old, so I'm a little bit ahead of you on yeah. this game. They watch, they learn, they know. Um, and wait till you figure out that the math that you think you know is not the way the math they do. Because that's old school math, man. We're, we we, yeah, we learned we're, math back in the old days. We're already getting a glimpse of it. But yeah, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to like study a chapter ahead. And Trisha, yeah. how's, um, how's uh, Nate and Logan? How are the boys doing? My boys are good. Um, Logan got a little uh, camping set for his birthday. So he's four now. He just turned four, which is wild. Um, but he got a little camping set for his birthday that was nice. like a little him-sized tent and like a little water canteen and a first aid kit and like a little plastic kitty version. It's not a real pocket knife, but like a little Swiss army knife that has like a fork <laughs> and a spoon and a can opener. And it came with all these little plastic bugs and a bug net so he can like catch bugs. Anyway, I'm telling you that because he's currently camping in his bedroom. So the last two nights he's been sleeping in his tent camping in his bedroom. Because, you know, it's amazing. pandemic. We can't go anywhere. So this is this is our excitement now. <laughs> oh, but that's great. Was was um are, are, are you and Nate maybe thinking talking Boy Scouts or was Nate into anything like that? We Nate, Nate was in 4-H, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, I think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you listening to this that don't know, my husband, Nate and Juan went to school together. They were in college oh. together. So that's how Juan and I originally met and then had this very funny like, oh, you, we do the same weird job. That's okay. cool. And then nice. we've been friends ever since. <laughs> and, and it was great. And, and, and like just bless Nate for his perseverance because he kind of came to me like, yeah, I'm seeing this girl. And she kind of does stuff like you do. She like makes videos on things. And I'm thinking, yeah, she, she makes videos on the internet. <laughs> great. Okay, Nate. I'm, yeah. Awesome. I'll, I'll totally meet your girlfriend. And I and did I'm sure... the same thing. I did the same thing. And he's like, I think my friend Juan does with you do what you do. And I'm like, I'm sure. sure. I'm sure he does the same thing that I do. And both of us just assumed that Nate didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> Nate does not understand the internet or this world at all. I love him so much. This is not his world. Um, so yeah, Juan and I both assumed he didn't know what he was talking about and then actually met each other and we're like, Oh, Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, I really got to give him a lot of credit though, because it's, it's been such a, such a wonderful friendship to have come from such a delightful misread of Nate's intentions <laughs> for trying to get us to meet. So, um, yeah, he, he deserves a lot of, a, a lot of love and a lot of credit there. He certainly yeah. does. Yeah, he certainly does. And yeah, Juan, uh, you, you have been my rock through so much in the online content creation world over the past eight years. How long has it been? It's a, it's been a pretty good. I mean, and especially a friendship in in like L.A. and Hollywood standards. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, it's it's definitely a flavor of relationship which is a bit different than the rest of the world. And uh, I'm 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 really thankful to have actually both of you 
uh, to kind of chat out on the stream right now. Um, you know, for, for as challenging as, as the world has been lately, it's been these and, and the moments that we can glean. You know, I, I think there was every intention, you know, all of us, uh, all of our friends to say like, hey, let's really Zoom call and let's try and have like a game night and let's do these things. And the reality of what I think so many people are going through is kind of exhausting. And so just those moments like, hey, I get to send you a text, TK, and just check in and see how you're doing or or, or Trisha, I mean, just recently you, you saved my butt on a brand deal like where I was probably going to weigh undervalue what I was going to try and pitch. And uh, just so you know, it worked out really good. I know. I, I saw your first advice. post and I liked it right away. And I was really excited. <laughs> Which will uh, we'll, we'll be getting to me at the end of the show for what the best of my <laughs> week was. Um, but the best of my week was 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 heavily improved by some advice from Trisha. So uh, I'm, I'm another one of the reasons why I got such a big grin yes. this week. Um, so yeah, I, th this, th this is a good stream for me to be <laughs> right now. Well, I'm glad, glad it worked out. And, um, I was, I'm very happy that that worked out. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And, um, why don't okay. I just kind of start us off a little bit? I'll, I'll kind of start it off. Kind of well, everybody's I, already kind we of We need to do our tradition, TK. Oh, dang of, it. Yes, like, you're right. You're right. Hold on a second. Get our Hold Sonys. On. Now. Oh, it's just on? Sonys. Am I not? I'm not invited to the party. Okay. No. See, pixels get uh, like Im amazingly fast updates. So first, about, don't count. What about galaxies? Oh, they they got them faster too. Yeah, yeah. So faster, it's yeah. weird. So I don't. I don't have. Hold on. You know, it, it's such a shame. I've been playing with Android 11 now for a couple of days. Same. You don't have Android. Android 12 yet. I mean, what's so, up with man. that? What happened? No 12. I mean, come on, Sony. I mean, we we. Uh, dang it. Okay, I mean, well, I guess we're going to have to go back to the drawing board, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, this phone's totally not worth it. I'm There's so There's a good sorry, chance, though, Trisha has Android 12 on her Pixel 5, because that's about <laughs> one of the only devices <laughs> that has it. The, 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 it, it is kind of funny to finally be getting Android 11 on some of our alternative <laughs> devices when a Pixel can be way, way ahead of the curve. Uh, no, I, actually, I think that that's how we got to lead in, because you had, uh, TK, you had a phenomenal Sony week. This like, this this has been this a really good. This has been a, like a week, like it's been a, a week, kind of like in the in the progress of setting up, getting there. Um, obviously, everybody knows <laughs> Gary. Gary's jumping in with it. T, some some TK Sony Alpha Bay hashtag TK. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Trish, just for information, uh, there's a few, hashtagging goes through our, our chat all around. Um, we got some Sony chill guys, some LG chill guy, some some. Some gadget guy, and it all started because of the SGGQA, uh, you know, live stream that one does on Mondays. <laughs> so everybody does that. But um, Sunday was the big show. It was um, so I, I don't do I don't get to do a lot of live shows. I don't get to do a lot of produced shows. And what I mean essentially is where I'm not the producer, the shooter, the editor. You know, when I'm not like the one man band kind of thing. And it was 
I don't know how to explain it. It, it, it was a rush. It was exciting. It was uh, amazing. It was um, insert every single great word you know in the dictionary. And the it stream was, went so well, dude. It I went mean, amazing. Oh my god! Oh, I was so man. proud of you. And that also, like, of course, every every live element has its weirdness. And in, it, in the middle, like, there was uh, that yeah. that dropout, and you had to join back in. So, and and you so guys that handled actually, it and made a joke about it. I mean, it was so clean. That you was guys, actually um, totally the producers in the background. So they, we were having some problems before. So a little bit of BTS here for you guys. So before we started the show, there was a little bit of, I don't know why the, the picture wasn't coming out clear. Everybody was on the internet. I don't know how Spectrum does these things. Sorry, I said the bad word. Uh, sorry, sorry, old, old gods of, 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 of the internet. I, I, the one that, that shall not be named has been, okay, sorry. Um, so I tried using a, a method that I've used in the past, which is using the VPN. And the VPN was also bonking. So the producer sent me a private message. He said, TK, just go ahead and turn it off. And unfortunately, that does reset the connection. Mm. And um, the my counterpart, Van, uh, which is an amazing, amazing person, we clicked right away, like the first couple of times we met. And um, he kind of saw the message too. So he knew he was going to have to, a little, little bit of, uh, you know, where TK disappears or freezes. And it went perfectly um, 25 minutes flew by like as if it was two seconds for me because we barely got a chance to talk about it. But um, being part of Alpha and, and a B Alpha show, part of Sony, it just all of that was honestly, it was like epic. Um, and then, of course, uh, everybody was there. Everybody was joining. Everybody was supporting, which was really, really cool. And, of course, thanks uh, to Juan for all of the support. Uh, Juan and I have covered Sony stuff, LG stuff, and other other content together. And mm-hmm. our group kind of fluctuates around Sony and, and LG. That's kind of like our community. So it was really nice. Um, I have to then- apologize because, like, for the first half, I was in the general conference chat. And I was shooting you questions. And someone had to come in from the Sony team like, um you're posting in the wrong room and you're like, Oh, (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I clicked on this, this workshop. And I thought funnily enough that it would take me to the live chat for this where I'm watching the video, right? That's a different chat. Okay. Weird. It was, it was probably missed something, but it was still like, "Mm, of course, of course it's me doing something wrong. Sony. Hmm." (laughs) Well, were you logged in with your LG? Is that why? You maybe you have to log in with your Sony. That it only works with Sony, man. You got to have Sony everything. No, um, it was great. It was great. I think it was um, it was very exciting. Like I said, all of that. Um, I, I was just it was hap- I was happy to be part of a production that I didn't do everything, and it was great. And like I said, Van was amazing. So um, hopefully they liked it. If there's any ever ever any future Sony, if you're watching please. You got my number. Call me. Um, but yes, uh, it was a great show. And then the day. So just kind of reference, I had, I had the hardware, right? So I had the Xperia pro. They let me borrow it for a couple yeah, of years. Did, you, did you ever see that, that Xperia pro Trisha? Or did you read about it? No, I never get to see Sony or LG devices. So I just want to learn from you guys. I get the only, uh, contacts I have because I never worked for a specific mobile phone review site. Mm-hmm. Like I never had that hookup. I never really made those contacts unless it was personal. I have contacts at Google and I have contacts at Samsung and that is it. So I so, don't get to see everything else. Now, Juan, when you and I were hosting uh new egg content in person, Juan would bring in devices and be like, Oh, look at this new thing I just got. And then I'd have a chance to see Juan's. <laughs> but 
I don't get to play with it myself, so I haven't seen any Sony or LG devices in a while. So, so the phone he was he was he was showing off was the Xperia Pro, which has an HDMI input, has all these fancy like antenna arrays. It can be a monitor for your camera. It can be a broadcast brain, so you can stream directly out of your camera to like a, a, a DSLR in. So OBS. HDMI, yeah, you, you're using a full DSLR like an A7S III or anything that has an HDMI out. So, so when Sony calls something a Pro. I think their expectations are literally like, we want to sell this to television studios, not yep. this is a phone you're going to go and roll up. And yeah, see I was like, going to say that's like super high level. And it's and, and real expensive. I was going about to say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, let's just say it's uh, 2500 It's more expensive. No, no, no. Than TK, a, you, you missed. They had bundles for alpha oh. owners. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, right. If you it's already own kind of... a four thousand dollars Sony camera body, you can save some cash on your Xperia Pro. I already have two four thousand. No, I don't have the two four thousand. I have like one four thousand and one two thousand camera body from Sony. But I, I, you know, at the end of the day, it was it is it is definitely. So if you've if you've ever seen the Xperia One Mark II from 20, 2020, last year's Xperia, the one that we've been basically checking in and and all of that stuff. Um, it takes all of the good parts of this device, adds millimeter wave, adds and then, double the storage. Yeah. And uh, really, and, really like pitches it. If you're covering sports in a stadium where you know you're going to have millimeter wave 5G, mm-hmm. you connect it to your camera and that is the brain of your camera. And that's what broadcasts directly out to TV. I mean, it's, it's, it's an insane piece of gear. And again, exactly. I was like, I was stoked because you actually shoot Sony. There was no way I could show that off and be like, well, I hooked up this to my Panasonic camera. Like there was no way, there was no way that was going to work for uh, a presentation on what they wanted to show. It, it was, it was, like I said, it was finally, it felt like I was going home. Let's just say that much. Cause you know, uh, I got Sony everywhere. It was, to me, it was, was, it was a lot of fun, but what the kicker, kicker about it, part about it is, so I had the Xperia pro, we finished the show. So Monday I get a call or an email. It's like, Hey, um, just let us know when you're ready to return it. And I said, okay, sure. I'll return it on Tuesday night. And I was like, that's fine. I turned it in. I go to sleep. I wake up in the morning and I do my normal thing. And again, lo and behold, the update comes into Android 11 to the Xperia <laughs> 1 Mark II. Now, the reason why that's important is because, as everybody would probably already know, is one of the main features of the Xperia Pro was the ability of using an external input over basically HDMI. So it has an HDMI port. You, Xperia 1 Mark II doesn't. And the Android 11 brought in um, HDMI to USB-C connector functionality. So now we have similar function to be able to actually watch. Yes. So like what one's holding in his hand, this is basically a like a, a cam link um, over, you know, USB and he just uses a converter. And you can actually use the Xperion Mark II now as a 4K OLED monitor for your camera or for your anything that uses HDMI. So I was like, how could this we not have, have gotten better? Like, you know, I just finished with Xperia Pro. We finally got the Android 11. <laughs> and of course, Juan and I were putting out content. We're chatting and, you know, we're talking to more. I called him. I texted him. First thing I got it, I sent him a text right away. I said, dude, check your Xperia. Check the Xperia today. So I immediately jumped into a video and I was like, wait a minute. I know the settings in here. I was halfway through shooting the video when, when I shot a message to you and just like, I can't find the monitor mode. What, what the heck is it? Did it not come to the United States? And, and so thankfully I did because like the video was literally on pause and then TK was like, dude, it's in your settings. <laughs> like, oh, I thought it'd be just like an app. 
or something. Dude, it, it's app. like that one time we discovered that the LG V60 supported pen input. <laughs> right, <laughs> like live on stream. On stream, yeah, somebody's yeah, like, yeah. dude, it's in the settings. Uh, it, it's interesting how they did it, though. It was, it was the way they entered it, it because it doesn't tell you anything in the update that this is where you go. So you had to go find it in the, in the devices and add it and activate it. And then the app shows up because I was actually looking for APK Mirror because mm. I was like, I wish I had the Xperia Pro with me. I would have transferred the app in two seconds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But uh, once you just, yeah, once you turn on the feature, uh, the camera, well, the input app turns on and then, then you have to go find what works with it uh, to be able actually to get it to work because not everything works. Um, for me, the beautiful thing for my video, I use the ATEM Mini that I use for what we're talking about right now. I use it as my hub for my uh, my streaming setup. So luckily, it uses USB-C to my PC. So I just disconnected the PC and bam, I was able to run my A camera, my B camera, and of course, any other camera on my monitor or on the Xperia Pro, on the Xperia 1 Mach 2 slash Pro. So I, I was very, like I said, it just kept getting better and better and better. So uh, it was a very good Sony. Well done, Sony. Yes. Yes, very well. Very well done, Sony. Thank you very much. Uh, now we just need Endo 12. Right. I mean, yeah. you're, you're already behind again. You just you just gave us this amazing software update with like 4K, 120 frames per oh, second. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, forgot. God. the. What have you done for me today, Sony? Sony. <laughs> a fat lot of nothing. Is what. Dude, um, uh, the, as, as a small little thing, I don't know if uh, you guys saw OnePlus sending out these little boxes. No. <laughs> did you did you did you eat, eat some astronaut ice cream? Is that, is that so? So I got the box right. Um, okay, you have to tell me about this. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I have seen so many of my tech friends talking about astronaut ice cream, and I had no idea what's going on. So please indulge me. So um, OnePlus sent this out to quite a few uh, creators, and essentially everybody opening getting the package thinks it's a phone because it says OnePlus on the side. I'm like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. but then you hold it right away. It's a little bit light. Um, and of course, as you open the box, then you're greeted with uh, a nice little message from the company. It says, hello, friend. You probably weren't expecting space ice cream, were you? Just a little something to hold you uh, hold you over until March 8th. So essentially, it was just a, a little card with OnePlus, something in the horizon. And they sent us ice cream, cosmic ice cream. We had three flavors. This is what's left. I'm sorry. Yeah. It couldn't. La it didn't last till the show. Um, I I took the strawberry, put it on the side, hit it so that we have something to show. Um, but it's cosmic. I was ice expecting cream. like you know a live unboxing and taste test. <laughs> on we could still do the stuff. we could still do the taste test. Uh, but it's gonna gonna be stuck to strawberry only. Uh, there was cookies and cream, and I want to say some kind of mint. And I'm not. Don't hold me on this. Uh, my son and my wife grabbed two. I grabbed the third and walked away. So. <laughs> But yes, so that's what it is. We all got ice cream, strawberry, and uh, it's actually totally edible. It's made by this company. And <laughs> okay, so <laughs> just, here... it would suck real bad for one plus if it was like. Uh, but one influencer got the poisoned Boy. ice cream. <laughs> yeah, so, it's totally yeah. edible. I promise you can really eat it. It's, no, it's astronaut totally ice cream is like a thing. Like kids get oh. it and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. here is what it looks like. If I can actually get it to, it's literally like a, a piece of chalk almost. Mm -hmm. But um, so here we go. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's got that good crunch, like you know, like mm -hmm. ice cream should have. Is that that <laughs> totally totally that totally messes with your mind, like how you think yeah. of what ice cream should be? It's not cold. It doesn't get cold. 
It's because, like, like you um, also look at something like that and you think, well, maybe it's got like maybe a bit of a chew to it. Maybe it's like marshmallowy. No, totally chalky. Like a chalk. <laughs> it, it, it's what you would. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit like the marshmallows in Lucky Charms. Um, if it was, den- if it was denser. Mad. Yeah. yeah okay. it, it, it's, it's a little bit denser. It's a very dense. Um, like it, it, it's a dense and in, in, oh, I know what it is. If you've ever had uh, baby cereal, like kid cereal, the powder cereal, and you're eating it, and you know how it kind of builds up in your, like it does like, this is that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. But the flavor is there. My son loved it. My son was like, I love it. And I'm like, but my son will eat anything with sugar. So that, you know. But anyway, the strawberry tastes good. I think he loved the cookies and cream. And now I need to get something because now I'm, I'm salivating. Sorry. Hmm. And now no. the whole point of all this astronaut ice cream is to check out something they, on March 8th. Oh, so yeah, the, they're, they have an announcement coming. So they have an announcement on the 8th. Um, and it sounds like, or at least if I had to kind of guess anything, uh, it has something to do with space or some kind of to do with distance or um, if, if any, if it, if there's any kind of guessing going on, realistically, is the ability of being able to take images from a far distance. So I'm assuming some type of zoom level. Um, and they didn't and really. Chargers almost always have a have like a pun on warp and dash and stuff. So I'm wondering if there's going to be like a new brand for warp shot. Yeah, the warp shot is 65. The uh, yeah. and there's a whole bunch of different things coming up. But the cool thing. <laughs> is I or and like, also I said, this this could be this could be the tease about um, a new brand of ice partnership cream. with uh, Hasselblad because Hasselblad oh, yes. are the cameras that went to the moon. So there, there's been a lot of leaks going on with that. So uh, the <laughs> it was a nice little surprise. I, I reached out to my contact and I said, "Touche, my friend. The ice cream was good. <laughs> now where's the news?" Where's the real? Where is the real box? Grabby hands, very aggressive. Yeah, no, no. What? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I kind of like. I, I got empty box. I mean, I know the strawberry was great, but uh, I almost wanted to kind of let him know. It's like, my son says, send more, more of the cookies and cream. He, he likes the cookies and cream. Um, I did yeah, see. That, I did see the Mr. Mobile tweeting out something about mm, astronaut ice cream and hassle. Yeah, now Mark, it Mark all makes sure. so much more sense. Thank you. It's together. Yeah. that's how we do it. Well, I would say that's a, that's a pretty good week, TK. I, I dude, I, and and then of course, already. then we have our sorry, wrong direction, and now we have our uh, one of our you know one of our first official guests that's crashing our party by just you know showing up. So I know I like it. So maybe we can you know give the the the, the floor over to uh, I keep pointing in the wrong direction to to Trish. <laughs> it's so confusing. I know when you're gotta doing move this, myself. Like, yeah, because I, I keep wanting to so say this deliberately to so just point. <laughs> Yeah, um, I love that I'm crashing the party. Thank you guys so much. Um, let's see. So just cool things that happened this week. I don't know. Yeah. I um I was I've been spending a lot more time on my Twitch channel, like I would say within the last year, like really putting time and energy there. Um, and someone from Nintendo reached out to me, which was really cool because Ooh. for me, in like the gaming space, I again it's like I don't work for a big gaming channel. I'm just kind of mm. like doing my own thing. Um, so when a major company recognizes that, it feels really cool. Like, it's really fun. And uh, Nintendo is one that I've had a really hard time getting in with. I have contacts at Microsoft. I had a hard time getting contacts at Sony. But, like, Nintendo was like the, you're just so far away. Um, <laughs> so someone at Nintendo reached out to me and was like, hey, would you be interested in, like, 
journeying back to Nintendo, like this whole like idea of coming back to Nintendo. And I was like, yeah, like I have a Switch. I haven't really used it much during pandemic, unfortunately, because especially with the launch of the next gen consoles, I kind of like got real into that. And I'm primarily a PC gamer. So like between PC all the way, all, right? all so the between, way. between my workstation right here and now um, very fortunate, very blessed to have both a PS5 and an Xbox Series X in house. Like my poor Switch has been so neglected. Um, so they were like, hey, look, out of these titles, are there any that you haven't played that you might be interested um, in checking out? And we'll see what we can do. Uh, so one of the titles they sent was Luigi's Mansion 3. And so I've been playing a little bit of that on stream, which is so cute. Yeah, it like, is. I, I really, really like the Luigi Mansion games. Yeah, it's real cute. And Logan isn't old enough to quite play it with yet um, to play co-op, but he would enjoy watching it. But I've been streaming it, so I don't have him come in and watch because his attention span would still be about two minutes before he was like, mama, 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 mama. And, you know, that doesn't make for a very easy stream. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a little Luigi's Mansion 3, which is super cute. But it's funny because I like 180 right from like Cyberpunk 2077. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, the medium and, you know, Hades and like kind of, I, I tend to stream more adult games, if you will. Um, flipping over to Luigi's Mansion 3 has been kind of a fun shift this week. It's been a good time. So, uh, yeah, I've been doing that. And then Loop Hero, that's yeah, the other I, game. I was just pulling that up. Oh. So, again, I, I'm, I'm less familiar with Loop Hero. You've got to talk people through this because now that I've seen it, this looks like a game that's the F up my alley. Okay, so this is unlike, and I'm not saying like unlike anything you've ever seen before, like as a sales tactic. Um, Loop Hero is a tiny little indie gem from the developer Four Quarters. And I played it on a show I do every Tuesday called The Gong Show, which is based off like the way, way old before all of our times TV show Gong Show, uh, where it was like human variety acts and either they win or they get gonged and then you move on to the next human variety act. So like take that same concept, but with early builds of indie games or unreleased mm-hmm. indie games and in live chat gets to vote whether a game is awesome or whether it should get gonged. I have my little gong show gong right back here. Oh, um, that's adorable. Yeah. And so I, I gong the gong and we'll move on to the next one. But Loop Hero was a gong show game. Um, and this was probably two weeks ago. And now that it's, released i eat either just released or let me see yes it just released today today is the launch day um now a bunch of people are now really available. starting to play yep. it a bunch yep. of people are really getting into it so what's cool about this game um is it's kind of like old school like really old school nes rpg meets auto battler meets uh like it's it's very there's so many elements meets card deck builder like with just like a heavy roguelike matchup so, like think old school nes ultima type graphics and there's just a like lo- little looping path and you don't control where your hero moves he just goes on the path you can control time so you can start or stop him at any point to kind of plan and you have your inventory over to the right hand side and as you go along this little loop journey you come across enemies that will randomly spawn and the combat is all auto as well. So you're not even controlling the combat. So you get into combat and it happens and then you get loot and you keep moving on the path. Um, And so where the strategy comes in is each time you have an encounter, you either get a new piece of the map that you can add to the map, like a mountain or a vampire mansion or whatever. And those 
affect the loop in different ways by either spawning new enemies or giving you new loot when you get to that part, etc. Um, and they can give you equipment that you can equip as you go uh, and practice some inventory management. And um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's highly addictive. And like I said, kind of unlike anything I've ever played before, it mm-hmm. is... Is that true? Oh, it's like fifteen percent off on Steam right now. Let me look. Yeah. Is it really 12, like twelve dollars? Twelve seventy four. Um, oh, I, see, I might just need to buy that. Yeah, yeah. No, um, super, super good buy. Yeah, it's being published by Devolver Digital. So Devolver is fantastic. I think I always love the weird indie gems that they come out with. Like at E3, I always Devolver's booth the last couple of years at E3 has been outside the convention center. They like have their own parking lot party. Uh, mm-hmm. about a block away but going to that devolver like parking lot pot- party has been amazing that's where i saw games like carrion that's where i think i first ever saw fall guys oh, was yeah. on display over there um and i that's the only crown to this date i've ever gotten in fall guys was at my e3 demo i beat everybody in my e3 demo and i have not gotten a crown since so sad <laughs> um but yeah yeah uh, so Devolver does good stuff. And Loop Hero is another one that everyone's been talking about. And it's happened to me a few times now. And I always feel like a little like pride flutter um, when an indie game that was featured on Gong Show before it released, releases and then suddenly gets popular. I'm like, yes, found it. Nailed first. it. Found it early. <laughs> um, because, you know, there's not a lot of love, especially on streaming platforms like Twitch and YouTube for indie games. They don't yep. get the clicks. They're not the games that are going to bring in new viewers by any means. Um, But for me, they're the games that I especially enjoy. And just as someone who's a fan of the video games industry and game development process in general, I like to shine a light on devs who might not have the eyeballs normally. um, And also just let people have a peek into what that process looks like so that, you know, you can give feedback to devs, especially if it's like a very early alpha or beta build. Um, that might be incorporated into the final form. And it, I just, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of that knee-jerk reaction that we see all too often online where people are like, well, this sucks and they should have done this and they should have done this, which mostly comes from people who have very little knowledge of the game development process and how these yeah. things work. It's nice, I feel like, to pull back that curtain a little bit and give people some insight into that. And because hopefully it makes like everyone a little, little a more understanding that- online. Well, it's a little different in that conversation, too, where I think these devs would actually appreciate some feedback. Yeah. But instead, it's it's this like arms race to uh, like, here's something that that uh, isn't getting searched for as much. So it's not as popular. So it's safe for me to kind of just pan it because I'm going to piss off all 10 people that maybe do like this game because it's a smaller title. I just think there are definitely people out there that need to, I mean, it goes back to the little kid bully mentality of if I put something else down, that means I'm superior. superior. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and let's all, we, we see it. We see that in tech all the time. So of course. <laughs> <laughs> all of course. too familiar. Dude, um, familiar. But yeah, that's what's been new and exciting for me lately. Um, oh, and today, Everyone's talking about whatever the new Switch is going to be, um, which they're saying Switch Pro, but everyone online decided no. it should be the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Yeah, it, it, it has to be name. Super Nintendo. It doesn't matter if it's the Switch Pro. I'm going to call it the Super Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. Switch. I don't think Nintendo has a say in this anymore. I feel like that ship has sailed. Well, I mean, Switch Pro 
it's kind of boring. Well, because, okay, so, you know, pardon, because we just got off of TK's um, The Best of His Week. It bothers me when we call game consoles pro just to mean the slightly more powerful box. Powerful, yeah. What is a professional game console? Because you're not telling me that this is like... (laughs) 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 And you've got like the RGB fans to back it up. No, but I mean, like, it's, it's... if, if, if you were telling me that this was a streamlined box for a particular class of esports, I'd be with you. Okay, like that, that, is, that is like a standardized machine that then makes sure everyone's competing on a level playing field. That is a professional console. Mm-hmm. It do, I, I'm, I'm so tired of the word pro being affixed to slight refresh you know, slightly more powerful and a slightly nicer screen. And especially like, again, because I'm going to kind of pick on Sony here. When they made a pro phone, it's a $2,500 broadcast modem with a phone attached to it. But then they also make a PlayStation Pro. (laughs) That makes me cranky. It shouldn't be. So I don't want a Nintendo Pro. I want Nintendo to continue a, uh, a, a a lifelong tradition of finding sort of the the spirit of the console mm-hmm. in a new word. If it's Wii, if it's Cube, N64, Nintendo isn't the edgy hardcore company. No, I, no. I really hope it's not Switch Pro. Yeah, I mean, it probably... It probably will be, but if we all the rally sw- the really Switch hard Pro Max, Super Nintendo Switch, the, the Switch Pro Max will get you the Switch Pro Max. Uh, <laughs> one. Would that be better? Switch Pro Max. I don't like uh. that either. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just no, no. Oh. It's Pro and Max get to put together so many times I on different devices. Shoved all that water down my uh, <clears throat> down my trachea into my lungs, so I might be burpy <laughs> here for just the next couple seconds because that that did almost make me throw up in my mouth today. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. But yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. I'm done. Uh, that was my big Apologies <laughs> for anyone listening to the audio version of this podcast as you Sorry. hear Juan's biology. Oh, I like Sorry. this one. Uh, too switch, too furious. I, I love I, it. <laughs> yeah. Too still, switch, still too better. furious. Is still also better, perfect. I so, so I mean, because I, I, uh, I always threatened to get a switch when we were originally talking out those rumors about there being like a more powerful version of the switch mm-hmm. i never i didn't like switch light I, I i didn't like the idea no. of sort of the side it felt like it's a downgrade yeah well no i mean i appreciate yeah. what it is i mean it's cool for what it is just i i wanted detachable joy cons and i kept waiting to see were they going to give me just a minor hardware refresh with something mm-hmm. what what do you think nintendo uh, uh should really focus on um, having kind of come back and played some Switch games recently, like it, it, I don't want them to fight the same fight as Xbox and PlayStation. So, mm-hmm. what is the Nintendo next flavor of this? What What do I, you think they should be? Personally, I would love to see them improve their um, multiplayer functionality and like ha- that UI and how all of that works. I think right now I, the multiplayer experience is messy. Mm-hmm. Um, to say the least, on uh, on Nintendo platforms and um, anywhere where you can get cross-platform. But I know that's more up to the individual developers than it is, unfortunately, to the major yeah. players in that. Um, Aditya Nil says Switch with 120 hertz refresh rate. Um, I'm not playing games that that would matter on the Switch. There are people who now are. 
So that yep. could be something. I know they're talking about 4K and a bigger screen, which I, I don't actually don't care about um, because the lovely thing about the Switch, you know, if it has 4K capability when you dock it, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But the lovely thing about the Switch is that, you you know, it can be a portable handheld or you can have it as your uh, tra- more traditional living room console type experience. Um, but if it's too much bigger, I don't know that it will still be a handheld like a very easy handheld device. Um, and so I don't want it to lose that. But yeah, improving that multiplayer, I guess as people get 4K TVs and are expecting that out of next gen, if we had you know 4K output once it's in the dock, that would be nice. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I like the Switch for what it is. It does what it does well. Um, you know, it's funny, I, I deal, I, do a lot with VR headsets as well. And I always compare the Oculus VR headset as like the Nintendo switch of the VR world Mm -hmm. um, because it's very easy to use. You can tether to a computer for a more traditional high end VR experience, or you can take it on the go and stand alone. Mm -hmm. And the games that you're going to play on it, at least when it's standalone are not the super high graphical quality next gen top of the line VR games, but the games that you're going to play on it are still fun as heck. Like, Super hot VR, Beat Saber. Absolutely. I was about to just jump in. Beat Saber all the way. I, I'm pretty I'm on sure the quest Produce is still in the live chat too. And he's he's been talking up. Like Beat Saber is absolutely. The, uh, oh, um, but, but he's, again, he's he's been like uh, the gateway drug of getting people to try Beat Saber. That's how I got sold. Like nearly perfect VR. Like, I was at the uh, tech summit a couple of years ago and they tested out, they had the, the new quest, not the quest two. Mm-hmm. And all they did was get me to play beat saber for two minutes. I bought it before I got on the plane. I'm like, how did, <laughs> how did I just spend 400 bucks on a, because they, and it was also sold out. That was the other thing. It was around that Christmas time. It mm-hmm. was sold out when the quest first came out. So yeah, beat saber addicting. Uh, my son loves it. I love it. I just want more need to get a new headset because we just had that that silly cheap Acer mixed reality headset. Mm -hmm. And Marie and I were playing Beat Saber so aggressively for the chunk of time that we were really using it that it's a little funky. (laughs) Like it's hard to clean because like the padding is kind of glued in funny and you can't really like get in and disinfect. So we're very like we're very sensitive to what our next VR purchase is going to be because it's got to be able to easily transition between Marie and I, but then also like what, what is the disinfecting protocol for (laughs) after some aggressive use? Well, you know, they sell those like weird paper liners, but that can't be comfortable or fun. Well, and I don't know if you remember the very, very, very first time I played Beat Saber was at the Newegg offices with you. Oh, I remember. Um, I was going to ask TK, have you ever seen Juan play Beat Saber? <laughs> no, no. We've talked about it. He knows I like it, but uh, there's a few. Uh, Juan and I, is, uh, so we, uh, we've worked on, on many different things together, but uh, the only show we've ever worked where I've seen him in the back, behind, behind the scene, when he was with Newegg, um, while you in were, Vegas. you guys were, yeah, when you guys were splitting the show at Vegas. So Juan and I would basically, I would just literally shadow him just to see how the production crew kind of goes. Yeah. I, I'm a fan, but yes, uh, no, no gaming. I, I'll have to see that. Um, I saw him dancing today. Well, that yeah, that was a that was a chance, thing. I'm like, <laughs> that's a little what, bit that's like that. Yeah. If you ever, if anyone listening to this ever gets a chance to see Juan Carlos Bagnell play Beat Saber, it is a treat. Let me tell you, because most people like me are super awkward and play Beat Saber just like flinging their limbs around all willy nilly. 
One puts together a whole number out of it. The feet are moving. He's feeling <laughs> the beat. The whole body's into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Juan, I don't know yep. how often you disclose this, but Juan is a very <laughs> talented dancer and studied dance in college. This is what this man does, and he's amazing at it. Don't let him fool you. So, so uh, now I, I, I have to bring in, we have amazing. to bring in the dancing now. I'm sorry. We got to treat everybody. Someone challenged me and I don't think she knew. So I had to respond today with a little step and um, it was actually pretty good. I, I honestly thought you were, you were doing TikTok or something. I honestly I was, thought you were matching the beat. I was, I was, I, I mean, I can see where I'm a little out of shape, but I feel like as a responded challenge that I, I represented well. I, I, you, you always <laughs> impress me, Juan. I remember there was one time we were like doing like an audio check or something for Newegg, and uh, Juan just started full on Blue Man Group, like beatbox style mouth percussion. And everybody was like, what? Like everyone thought you were playing it out of your phone or something. I was like, oh no, <laughs> that's just Juan. He can just uh, do that. He, That's he just one of things. his party tricks. He can just do that. So um, <laughs> just just for a little bit of a treat for everybody. Oh, since, yeah. uh, we're, we're all doing it here because I can't make it bigger. Oh, no. no wait, I can. I can. Hold on a second. Here he is. I'm so uh, glad you have this. So, so, so Tech Valor wanted – I was making a – um, I was making a, a a joke during one of her streams that um, they do these little like uh, video dance clips. And like, we just need to have a techie dance off. So they challenged me. And then I go, oh, well, I guess I need to uh, to respond to the challenge. So it was it was a, it was a good a minute of dancing. <laughs> I, I love it. There's, I love there's it. one one beat transition where I can see like, oh, uh, 20 years ago, I would have nailed that. <laughs> no that i i saw that and honestly that brought a smile to my face and it was it was a pleasure to watch um and it, it because mostly because it was a part of you that i uh that i wasn't familiar with the other you know the, i mean obviously i knew you're a creative that was without without you know without saying there but the dancing part it was like okay um i'm not going to be able to compete in that manner so good luck you know that's yours so, so i i uh, el jefe's in in the the chat um he was lurking on that video and i passed the buck over to him so he's next up yeah um, he's he's got those dj roots and everything so i need to see at least just some bumping something so that uh <laughs> he, he's he's up next i love Jeff, it you've been called out my friend the ball is yours. <laughs> but Jeff, after after you do yours, you should nail TK. And then we need to see TK's moves. <laughs> TK will be doing a green, green screen Beat Saber uh, dance move. That's how that's how I will do it. I will go. And if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out in flames. Um, no, I, 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 I get into Beat Saber. Beat Saber is the, the reason I love it is it's the music. It's the style of music I listen to. Trans, techno, uh, anything EDM is my type of style of music. So the rhythm, the beats, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and just it, lightsabers, man, lightsabers. That's all I have to say. Lightsabers. It's, it's very so cool. Primal. Um, it I mean, is. again, there, there's something about, cause there's something cause George Lucas about it. No, but, but, but there's, I mean, like I, you know, again, speaking as the guy who almost minored in, in dance, um, there's something so primal about that, 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 executed well and it, it's it's very rare in games like I, i'm i'm 
I love playing them. I'm not very good at like Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Like yeah. you getting trying to get me to use my fingers to push little buttons on a toy guitar. Like I love playing it, but I'm gonna I, if we're in a group, I'm gonna tank your score every single time. Like I, it just doesn't translate to here. But for whatever reason, you put VR controllers in my hand and you immerse me in something like that, and it, it translates. But the other one that I think is similar um, is a uh, is the game Thumper. Um, mm-hmm. Trisha, have you ever seen? Oh Thumper? man, Thumper, I have played yes. Thumper. Okay. I have played it on stream. It is, yeah, it is aggressively, rhythmically violent, and, and so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> the first boss took me an hour. It, it, like I still might have like a copy of that stream somewhere. I felt like I accomplished something getting yeah. through the first boss of Thumper. Um, so, so again, when, when those pieces are sort of well executed and you're surrounded by some kind of just thumping bass, primal drum, and then it's you the just drums. got a very simple game mechanic to execute right in front of you. It's, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll spend all day. I'll, I'll burn an entire day. I will lose all track of time. The only other thing that comes close is Tetris. I mean, you hit flow state in Tetris <laughs> and you just zone. Tetris effect too. Oh, <laughs> I love good. so good. It's so good. I, I was actually ended up streaming it the, not the other day. It was a little while ago, but I ended up streaming it just because I was like, you know what? I need to chill out. And this is my chill out game. Everybody just chill out with me. And it probably was not a very interesting stream to watch because I wasn't like, very high energy or talking to chat a bunch because I was just legit zenning out to Tetris effect because that's what that game is for. In my opinion, it's, Uh, do you have any online versions of Tetris? Cause that's been Marie and I's like end of the day, pour a couple bourbons and then go head to head Tetris. Tetris 99. Well, we haven't, we haven't been doing because we don't we don't really do switch. So we've oh, been okay. doing Poyo Poyo Tetris because we can just do couch co- uh, couch uh, com- competition mm-hmm. um, between the two of us. But uh, you know, if we wanted to arrive on a flavor of Tetris that we could all play, I, we'd love to do like a little Tetris stream. We, we we did one on my Patreon. We had a game night and nice. we were playing JS Tris. Um, which is a free online Tetris. And uh, I know there's just something like, there's something just so permanent about Tetris in the gaming landscape that I I can always, I can always jump into some Tetris. Dude, Tetris takes you back to, to at, at a point of your life where it was just the amazing, it was the astonishment of what Tetris was, like getting introduced to video games back Long, long time ago in the 1900s. Anyways, uh, it, it was an amazing experience. Um, I, it, 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 I, I, as my son gets older, I keep being reminded that apparently I'm from the 1900s. And I don't know why he learned that, but apparently it, uh, it's not that long ago. It was only 21 years ago. <laughs> no, but, it, I mean, we're old. It's fine. No, no. Yeah, but uh, what I meant to say is I, I found the, one of the reasons why the Quest or VR makes sense for us is because do you remember when you first used the Virtual Boy? That first time when you put, <laughs> I, when you put the goggles yeah. on the desk. I try to put, forget it. It's, it. There's no – once you've tried it, once you've used it, the fact that that existed and it never made it beyond a few games. But that was amazing. What Nintendo did with the Virtual Boy to me – is that that was the feeling I got when I put on the quest. That was the reason why I loved it. And the music hit the right spot and the dancing and all of that. But like like you said, something about VR is just 
it, it feels like an extension. It makes sense to us. It's like our brains are wired to work in VR yeah. the right way. So, uh, yeah, uh, but, but, but I, I miss the virtual you know, world. Again, it's for getting other people into VR. And this is also yeah. something that Andrew um, Fat mm -hmm. Produce is talking about on the Discord quite a bit is there's an idea that, <laughs> okay, that, uh, okay, that thank you Gary. i mean thank i you. feel like most people feel like objectively the virtual boy was awful but i appreciate that you loved it so much yes, yes. uh i because worked at software etc back in the day no 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 <laughs> i worked at a software people. store back in the day and it was one of the first things that it was just absolutely amazing and no, what no, it I, did I, and no, what it worked it was great it gave off an an incredible sort of first impression of what mm -hmm. like Oh my gosh! I can't believe that Nintendo is trying to do this, and then they didn't really. They didn't really. No, 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 no! Don't get me wrong. Absolutely, yeah. there's a reason sure. why it didn't continue. But um, that feeling of that that excitement that I had when I, like you know what, like that nostalgia when you when you have that feeling when you just jump back in time. It was that same excitement that I had when I first sat down and I started looking through the game through the uh, through the Game Boy, and um, sorry, uh, it was just that amazing thing, and then. The quest did that for me, and that's why it mm -hmm. made perfect sense. Uh, it was obviously, ob you know, on you know, like ten times, a hundred thousand times better, obviously. But uh, it was just one of those things that if you if you if you remember it, then you understand. So it's one of those things you got to play, you got to try. And, but to to kind of go along with what you're saying there, though, about the quest and what you were saying, Trish, it, it I really feel the the early gateway drugs for VR. I mean, we have this expectation that eventually we're going to get to like you know, these incredibly detailed, immersive environments, and they're already cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. And I, that I game mean, needs yes, to be played in VR that needs no, no, to no, have no. a VR I, I agree. environment. I agree. And again, to me, it's, it's like, uh, uh, one of my favorite sick thrills is, is watching streams of people play alien isolation in VR. Oh. It's cause it's incredible. And I love it. You're um, a mean person is what you mean. It's incredible <laughs> because you're a mean person. But no, I mean, I, I genuinely free. enjoy just like the, the mortality of, of losing constantly in that game. Because um, again, it's like the best horror film that no one ever asked for. Uh, but but the, the, uh, there, there's an accessibility conversation there. And, and it, there's a gatekeeper-y idea that like a game has to be a thing a game has to be a cyberpunk or a game has to be an assassin's creed or a game has to be lush full exploration or triple a graphics or something like that and it, it it's, it's just a, a nice healthy reminder that a beat saber a super hot um for me a game like thumper where again it's it's a little bit more music but it's also got like an aggressive edge to it but it's easily transferable when you play tetris effect in vr Mm -hmm. it's magic and it's not like the the blocks are coming at you from different angles and you're surrounded it, no it's tetris right it's in front of you really well just beautifully well yeah. and so i'll never forget um the first time i i shared um beat saber with my aunts and uncles and i had my razor laptop and my cheesy acer mixed reality headset and they were out on the back porch of my grandfather's old house and like everybody took a turn and I believe there was only one person who was like, nah, this is dumb. I'm not going to play this. And we had a line of people in their, in their fifties <laughs> to seventies, all swinging lightsabers around. And the, the best one was, it's my uncle diehard star Wars fanatic. His wife could not 
care about science fiction less. If it's not Jane Austen or Victorian era, she just does not care. Put the controllers in his hands, can't make it through the easiest version of one level. Put the controllers in her hands, and she devastated. I mean, it was like, it was like she, she, you know, because everyone fails their first couple swipes on the yeah, you have to get the hang of it. So literally, like, fail, fail, fail. Oh, I get it. You just swipe where the arrows are pointing. And then she just went. And and it was like, at first, my uncle was like, oh, like, oh yeah, my wife's really good at video games. And then she kept getting better. <laughs> and then someone made the crack like, well, I guess we see who the real Jedi oh, in the yeah. family is. Oh! And then he started getting, like, mad. But but just how beautifully accessible yeah. that experience is, and and it's one of the things like I, I I know VR is still at a at a place right now in in kind of the early stages of it, but it's why I'm so hopeful about the technologies because it does genuinely provide an organic experience. It's difficult when you make that next organic leap, you know, mm-hmm. from controller to better monitors to TVs to something that you put on your face is hard. That's mm-hmm. really hard, but it's so clear. When you share that experience, like that just made it my my aunt was never going to play a Jedi game, controllers and characters running on screens, putting lightsabers in her hands. Mm -hmm. And she was a monster. And it was a force is stronger with her for sure. Man, He was not happy. (laughs) She she took it. She took it off too because she can't hear. She can't hear us ripping on him. Just like how she's played. Oh, so she's gonna be like, wow, that was really fun. You what that that wasn't very hard at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's just dying. Oh, it was beautiful. I loved it. So and... fun. That's so fun. <laughs> but yeah, so that's everything been going on with me. What about you, Juan? Yeah, man. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, how fitting that we were just talking about like rhythm games and, and audio and stuff like that. Um, definitely the biggie. Uh, the the best of my week. Um, I, I was kind of talking about this uh, a week past. A couple weeks past had a had a deal where I was trying to to do some some promo vids with a company completely fall apart. Yeah. And so I was, was teasing uh, last week that like, hey, I've been having some really nice conversations with um with a with a company, and it just went live today that I'm going to be uh, one of the very first. Qualcomm insiders to start up their new uh, campaign with techies. They're calling it the tech whisperer um, where they kind of pair chuckleheads like me with actual engineers, not, not, not just the PR people, but like some of the nuts and bolts people at Qualcomm. Oh, I thought it was an ASMR show, but yeah, no, go ahead. (laughs) The whisperer. You've got the audio talent to pull that (laughs) off, TK. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I'd have to ice pick my ears because I'm I'm not about that ASMR thing. But um, I, I did want to show this off because I have the very first. This this is this this isn't even the finished. Um, what? Hood oh, dude! Congrats, man! Congrats. congrats, congrats! And, and the new super super clean. Everybody um, in the chat is doing this right now. By the way, Snapdragon logo. I'm, I'm Beautiful. So I'll be wearing this tomorrow <laughs> on, on on some uh, 
some conversations with the uh, the Qualcomm crew. But yeah, um, we uh, we put out the first uh, press release. We're going to be talking about not just wireless audio, but um, some of the improvements to audio processing, DACs and amplifiers. And um, I, I really also want to make sure that we're talking about things like I was just saying, um, um, some of the accessibility concerns, like how do we pair this with someone's hearing aids? What about people right. that are um, having difficulties uh, in a household. Uh, my cousin is going through this now where her her dad, no one can watch TV with him because he jacks the volume on the TV so high that it's painful to be in the same room with him. And you know there are some ways that we can we can start to address some of these issues. And so uh, i'm 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 really excited. I mean, I've definitely been critical of some of Qualcomm's business sectors, but when they came to me to talk about audio, I was like, well, yes, I would love to. We're the guy for that. You Absolutely. You definitely are. So I'm, congratulations, Juan. That's awesome. Absolutely, so I'm, man. I'm, I'm very, really, very happy. I'm really stoked about that. So I've already gotten some great questions. Like I, I tweeted it, uh, Qualcomm posted on their Instagram um, they tweeted it, it, about it too. Cause I know I got tagged in some kind of tweet. Like if you have any questions about what we're doing, wireless audio. <laughs> and, and I knew that you were at least already in conversations. So in the tweet, it took everything in me not to be like, I don't know. Juan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, it is, it is, uh, because you know, I, I don't do a lot of sponsored stuff. I haven't, I haven't really jumped on for some of these larger and, and especially some of the more corporate campaigns. Like, I definitely run my personal stuff as, as like a very side and focused uh, personal editorial kind of channel. It is such a trip when it's like your promo photo on a, a major billion dollar corporation's Instagram page. I like that's a weird that's a weird thing for me to see. Um, I mean, it felt really good, but it's like, oh, this yeah, is yeah. Familiar. this is new territory for me. I'm, I'm in uncharted water. Well, I hope it brings a lot more people to your content. Like, I hope a bunch yes. of people discover you that way. Um, that's really awesome. I, I, I recently hosted an event for Alienware that uh, they promoted the heck out of the tweet advertising the event, which I didn't realize. I was like, why are so many people tweeting me about this event? Um, but the headshot they used of me was from a couple of years ago. And unfortunately, it looks like someone in the political sector that like everyone who saw the photo who didn't know who I was was like, oh, it's this politician. And I was like, <laughs> how dare you? So I hope I say all that to say that I hope that your public facing photo on this thing is not compared to anyone uh, that you would not like it to. I hope everyone sees it and says, my, that must be some gadget guy. guy. Bagnell, yeah. And I would love to follow all of his content online. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just happy. It, it, it's a, it's a slightly older photo of me too, but it was like, well, I was definitely on board, like the Kangol cap kind of mm -hmm. look that I, I've just sort of stuck with. So it shouldn't be too much of a, culture shock if someone catches that photo and then comes to my channel like oh yeah it's the same guy he's, he's wearing that doofy cap all right cool then we're, <laughs> we're okay um but yeah that that was the biggie um i am this is a conversation that's super up my alley and one that i i i mean obviously the fun stuff is going to be like what's going to be coming next to true wireless headphones and earbuds and how do we improve quality but 
there have been some, some things like what's really nice is when you're in the middle of a PR chat mm-hmm. and I'm being kind of careful with exactly what it is that I'm trying to say, cause I don't want to spoil parts of the conversation on the video, but I, I could turn to someone in the middle of PR speak and say, like, you're talking to someone who has been critical in the past of some of what your company has talked about. And I feel there's an opportunity here to lean into that conversation and, and actually express like the people who use these products if you're not engaged and you're not participating, then our products don't get better. So this is never a completed, you know, hey, we're done and this is perfect. And now Snapdragon sound, how 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 awesome. And then someone comes out of left field and goes like, oh, but you forgot about this mm-hmm. or you, you aren't satisfying that. I mean, this is actually a really good opportunity to kind of confront that and to see people in the room go like, OK, that's a conversation we're interested in having. And that's where we hope some of this discussion can go. Just like you were saying, Trisha, like indie developers would really appreciate constructive feedback. They don't want a bunch of chuckleheads going like, your game sucks. <laughs> Two out of 10. Fur, 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 fur. Um, like I, I am emblematic of that audio nerd who's going to talk about cable headphones every opportunity he gets. Um, but that's also something that I can help contribute to this to say like these are the things that i i really hope you can improve on because that that would be better if we could Mm -hmm. fix an issue over here or make this more accessible for people with issues over Mm -hmm. here Um, Mm -hmm. because if you address those those kinds of concerns like if we were really making this audio these audio products uh and designing them in a way that helped people with hearing aids people hard of hearing people with severe hearing loss that would also make everything better for able-bodied folks, like everything would get better if we were actually designing with that kind of stuff in mind. So, so again, it's a conversation that I've just, I've been kind of hungry. (laughs) Like I want to sink my teeth into. And so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get cracking on some really cool videos for that. I'm really stoked. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Cannot, cannot wait to see what comes out of it. And, and very, very proud of the accomplishment. And like I said, uh, very much. Yeah. We said it, you know, there's a lot of good things to be said and can't wait to see what happens. And, uh, you are the right person to do this. That's the, the, the main thing is you are the right person for that position and, um, they're going to get so much good input. My hope is that they follow through and, and we get, we get those type of current implementations in the hardware that's coming up in the future. So, yeah. And, and again, it, it did feel good when it was like, Oh, you want me to do, I feel like I am qualified to speak on this. <laughs> like it's like okay, yes, yeah, yes. I, 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 I think this is a a partnership that we can facilitate. <laughs> that we're going to be a good complement for each other on. Yeah, uh, well, together, uh, like I was saying when I saw the tweet today, Juan asking, or it was today or yesterday, maybe asking yeah. about anyone who had questions about wireless, like Qualcomm asking, does anyone have questions about our wireless audio or the moves we're making in that? I would have immediately said, one, Carlos Bagnell probably does. And then I remembered that you were already having that conversation. So I was like, I'm just going to sit back and let the ma- the magic happen. Well, and and again, just to wrap up the the Qualcomm sound thing is part of the conversation is, is like me texting Trisha frantically uh, last week. Like, so how would you go about 
talking with a monster-sized company <laughs> like Qualcomm to facilitate a partnership or an agreement for us to work together. And uh, again, like uh, many, many thanks because the, the advice was spot on and definitely led me in the right direction. I'm glad. I'm glad it worked out. We'll have to talk offline about the specifics. <laughs> but it was it was good. And I definitely appreciate that. Um, I, I think for, I mean, just, just to, cause we don't, we, we all know that if there was any LG news that that would also be a good part of my week. Um, Sony Android 11 update also V60. So, uh, our, out of our, the blue there, I was are surprised. They, are they on the V60 now? Cause you used to rock a V20 back. I then. rocked a V20 and then I borrowed your V30 to film at CES one year. And that's the, so the last LG I've touched is that V30 that I borrowed from you, but I had the V20 forever. I loved the V20. You ran that thing into the ground. Yes, I did. Yeah. The bender look, the V60. Yep. And, and uh, again, with um, LG smartphone division in a very quiet place right now, uh, Mm -hmm. not a lot of news. We're not sure if they're going to be selling things off. This still isn't evidence of any future premium tier or flagship devices coming from LG. But on a phone that I've genuinely enjoyed, it it was just nice. It was a nice little perk to get a a software update. (laughs) It's like some some signs of life from a company that I've been kind of living my life out of. The last yeah, they they pushed it out to both. I think Verizon and to T-Mobile. Uh, I think AT&T if I'm not mistaken. got it and got it recently too. Oh yeah, so finally, yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, uh, updates all around. Uh, absolutely. Uh, again, I, I don't know what you went through on your Xperia, mm-hmm. but this update cycle, the only company that I think has really weathered Android 11 well, unsurprisingly, has been Google, where. Um, my pixels updating to Android 11, maybe a few little twitchy spots, but then like another a one month update or a bug fix yep. seems to have smoothed it out. I, I had crazy bad gremlins on the on, after okay. the OTA. Mm-hmm. And uh, it basically just kind of resulted in like, I, I'm just going to hard reset. I'm going to use this as an, as an excuse just to clean house anyway. Yeah. And when the Xperia update came in, I kind of did the same. Like I, I feel so like I, I saw on, you tweeting about it. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like this is this is one of those updates where my one pluses got a little twitchy, got a little sticky. V six V sixty got weird, okay. um, like crazy bad battery drain, and the dual display would would like oddly format. So if you go into multitasking, it would pop up on one screen, move to the main screen, and then your main screen would go dead. Oh wow! And then you could only do the multitasking on the side screen. It, it was bizarre and i really wish i'd gotten video of it like, I, so i didn't get any of those well so obviously the on the v60 i did update it this morning uh i saw the the update because i figured we were going to talk about it uh on the xperia not not a, no issues at all actually with the well actually i take that back the only problem i had where it kicked me out of nova and it went it went back to the sony uh the default uh mm-hmm. home launcher and i just had to go in there and reset it and other than that it was actually the fingerprint sensors faster. Everything's great. Um, all my schedules, all my timing, uh, even night mode turned on on time as we were sitting here, you know, talking uh, or bedtime mode. Um, I overall it depends, I guess. Uh, maybe it's just a unit or you know. So like- here, but here's here's what I mean. Like the software is already a little bit of voodoo. Right? It's kind of incredible. Yeah. Smartphones work at all. 
really. Oh, no, no. Well, plus a, we're also talking about T-Mobile's variant exactly. version of this. This, this is T-Mobile's uh, flavor. So what what I'm going to recommend is if you're one of those people like me, where occasionally you like to wipe out a device, you like to clean house, you like to start fresh. It's kind of good mm-hmm. for device health. It's like reinstalling something, Windows. Something about Android 10 to Android 11 seems to require, in my experiences, um, seems to require a little extra maintenance. And so this would mm-hmm. be a good time where if you're if you're kind of in that mindset, go ahead, just back up all your data. If you still have a memory card, you know, dump it on a memory card. But but like nuke it, don't restore from a backup from like another image, especially if you're on, uh, uh, you know, um, one of the Google um, Android one, Google one um, backup types of plans. I'm words are failing me right there. But uh, it seems to have cleared up all of my issues on my OnePlus A Pro, on my V60. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I didn't even bother. The Xperia subreddit actually has quite a few people who are complaining, more so on the Xperia 5. Mm-hmm. But even on the Xperia 1, battery drain issues and some uh, app instability. Oh, right. speaking of which, so, uh, so I also got Android 11 on the Nord. I forgot about that part. So the OnePlus Nord, uh, the 2020 OnePlus Nord, uh, the, oh, the, right, big, right. the big guy. Yeah, the big guy, not, not, the, not the two that we got the in antenna. the U.S. Uh, yeah, that actually was surprisingly wasn't, wasn't as bad. Actually, it was pretty good. I, I, it was a little bit sluggish the first couple of times. I rebooted it, cleared the cache, and I ran it again, and it worked perfectly fine. So I'm not sure if it's um, maybe just clearing cache, letting it, let the, let all the applications rebuild their cache uh, deposits. Something. Yeah, it's uh, something in there, but it, yeah, because it, it's also I can't I can't make this as just like a, you need to do it. I'm just making it the recommendation. Like, hey, you should consider. Because we also know these things are exacerbated by your own user data, your own behavior Uh data, the caches on all these different apps. If you've got apps that kind of conflict, if you're Mm -hmm. using different launchers, like I tend to still install Nova Launcher on a lot of my phones, all of this stuff kind of adds up. And and when I was going through my V60, because I use my V60 hard, um, just, you know, going into a file manager and seeing just the rows of folders for each individual app that's just like storing all of this information. It's actually kind of not surprising that trying to just yank the operating system out from under all of that and shove a new one up there would come with some, some. instability as, as again, like I don't know what apps would have been the problems. I, I had way too much installed on that phone. Um, I, I was at like, 70 gig and i only keep software on the phone storage oh 70 gig of apps and files and caches and Mm -hmm. yeah it kind of makes sense that there'd be some issues (laughs) trying to plug and play i'm honestly i'm just happy that we were able to to get the update and the fact that the v60 gets a little bit of new fresh you know breath of fresh air uh, but I probably I may end up doing the V60 the same as you are. I'm probably going to reset that one. Uh, on my Xperia, being a daily driver, I use it all the time, so it it, it seems to be, it seems to be fine for the last uh, couple of days. So um, I will s- stick with it unless I have any problems. But uh, I, I mean, Android 11 uh, to start with is has has a, has had a hard time, which basically with just market, uh, you know, support. Many devices don't get it, and when they do get it, they're by the time Android 12 already been announced. So it Android is. Um, it's one of those uh, <laughs> fragmentation is a problem. Let's just say that. Uh, but uh, yeah. it's good. 
I mean, because by like next week, we're all going to go to iPhones, right? Just yeah, uh, the iPhone 13 Pro Max, uh, (laughs) extra large. large, These are my two daily. I have the Pixel 5 for my phone stuff and just regular phone use. And then the Note 20 Ultra, I like for content creation. Um, And I have the S21 Ultra. And I know a lot of people are preferring that over the Note 20 Ultra. But the S21 Ultra, the S Pen still doesn't have Bluetooth functionality. So I can't use that remote shutter. No, no. Uh, you you have the best of what Samsung has has released to date. The Note Twenty Ultra is is SD card pen. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there. You, yeah, no. Um, well, and then also because I mean, you you hit the cameras pretty hard when you're out and about. And... I hit the cameras pretty hard, and like for me, um, like trying to keep up with every single social media platform all the time, and having a lot of my content be very personality based. My mm-hmm. face has to be in it. So the front facing cam is super important for me if I'm not going to run around with the DSLR, which I really don't want to do. Um, so yeah, I mean, the front facing cam on this, the pixel cameras are great. Don't get me wrong. But yep. the front facing cam on this, I like a little bit better. And again, I like the S Pen shutter functionality. So these are the two that I run with all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I've always loved the, uh, at least I should say that LG V20 was my main video recording content capture phone for a long time. It was nice. Uh, happier days, LG. Removable battery, smaller but, display. But for, for my concern for you would be hitting camera hard on S21. Um, so TK, I took your S21 out for the second half of like my photo you know, mm-hmm. getting all my daylight samples Deep and dive. stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I feel like the note was absolutely a more consistent performer and suffered far less overheating issues. Yeah. Um, when you're, because di- again, I mean, like using the cameras is one of the most aggressive. It, 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 you're using the processor at, at a at a high tier. The screen is often cranked so that you've got yep. good brightness. Especially when you're outdoors. All of the camera sensors are getting fired up. The battery's getting hit. The cell radios are getting... I mean, like, every part of the phone is activated. And um, I, I had the phone drop out twice in the middle of 8K recordings. Mm-hmm. Trying to get those samples. Mm-hmm. And I've got a lot of 4K clips where I'm seeing more dropped frames than I think I would want to see on a newer phone where even a pixel has kind of hung with 4k 60 video. I don't remember having nearly as many of those kinds of issues on the note. The eight sixty five, really Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit of a concern. Yeah. So uh, like I said, Trish, definitely I, you have the best of what Samsung has released to date. Uh, I, I, re- I, I realized 2021 is a, as a thing. Uh, I think they need a little bit more time to work out the software part of it to try to figure out how to make it so that it doesn't have any thermal because they're throttling the processor. There's a little bit of throttling going on and the 888 seems to have a little bit more uh, heating concerns when it's when when you push it, when you're when you are doing what Juan does and you are shooting that much content, you're using it as a camera to the next level, obviously. Right. and uh, so, uh, yeah, no, that was one of the reasons, man, I, I needed, I, I want, I figured I didn't need it. And I figured, you know, you could definitely, uh, you know, put it through its paces. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad you're able uh, <laughs> to get your content. I just want to make sure you, so you can go to the creepy bridge. Did you go back to the creepy like. bridge at all? 
No, I, I, I haven't Aww. made it back to um, uh, Creepy Tunnel or Creepy uh, Tunnel. Creepy. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I said bridge, um, Creepy Tunnel, and then the bridge. The well, over, because the I missed my bridge. old uh, freeway overpass. Yeah, like, I, that's, um, I'm still I'm still over the 101, but the 101 back in my old neighborhood was a nice dude. This area. is how I found out that we lived so close to each other is when you did that video off the bridge, and I'm like, dude, you're like right there, <laughs> like you're off the 101. I'm like, like on the you're other... my Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we ran into each other on an uh, it was a launch event uh, in San Francisco for Honor, the Honor Eight. And um, it was the first time we, first, you know, officially kind of got introduced to each other. So I was like, "Hey, by the way, love your videos. I love the we're fact neighbors. that you're, we're neighbors, by the way. But you know, I love that overhead that overpass because it's such a weird, um, like you had to live in 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 the city where he was for you to know where how to get to the bridge in the first place because you would probably pass it and never know where it is. But I lived in that city, so I knew where that bridge was. So I was like, dude. So yeah. It, it was, it was, yeah. And it was, and then, and then we've been talking ever since it, it just, that's how it started. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, weighing up all of this stuff, it's, um, yeah. it, it is kind of interesting, you know, um, there are so many things that are performing better. Mm -hmm. Um, Samsung autofocus, I think going back to the, uh, smaller sensors, the, yeah. the, I mean, cause they're not smaller sensors, but the, not the 108 megapixel sensor there's something really exciting about the autofocus that they're that they're performing um uh, the the tricks that they're performing with autofocus i yeah. don't love samsung hdr processing if you've got um lots of warm colors in your scene oh yeah yeah the over oversaturated uh the colors on that yeah although but i will say oversaturated is better for most social media that's so okay. I'm I'm really glad I, I've got you here right now because I feel like there are two warring um I I, I factions of, of the whoever's making the Samsung camera app. Because when you pick up your note, the raw images from that note are stunning. I mean, like, I, I really haven't seen anything. The, the closest I think uh, you get in terms of sensor performance, like immediately pulling off the sensor is actually from like a OnePlus 8 Pro. I mean, we're talking mm -hmm. these larger, larger main camera sensors. It, it's it's incredible because I'm looking at this as like, this is the photographic negative that I'm going to hold on to forever as like a keepsake. It is not disposable content for my social media feeds. I'm right. not just trying to capture someone's attention as they're scrolling by uh, mm -hmm. on some kind of Twitter or Instagram kind of feed. Um, when I, when, when I was using the note, I mean, like I was shooting exclusively in their pro mode and, mm -hmm. and the, the output was gorgeous. And I've got photos of Lex. I mean, I don't share photos of Lex in any of my content. I mean, like I've got memories, you know, <laughs> like I felt like these are yeah. photographs, not Instagram posts. Right. The flip side of this being like, I am not as, as, as well into the IG lifestyle. And I think that's what's, that's what's really kind of holding me up about using some of their auto features and some of their filters mm -hmm. is like, that's not how I, how I would have shot this scene or that's not how I would have edited this photo. This output feels so unpredictable. I don't know what the camera is going to do when it makes a decision to try and highlight color or highlight Dang. contrast. Okay. Interesting. I get that. Um, I, 
it's very interesting for me. And I've done like a lot of like pixel note 20 comparisons because whichever, mm -hmm. I mean, if I don't have my note 20 on me and I need to do something, you know, for Instagram or take a moment, I'll do it with my pixel. No problem. But every time I take something on my pixel, I boost the saturation before I post it just because the psychology of quick scrolling through a feed those higher saturation posts pop off the phone more. They just do. Now they're mm -hmm. probably not what you're going to blow up on a canvas in your house. They're not your memory moments, like what you said. Right. Um, but if you're looking at what's going to perform well from a social media perspective, the boosted saturation that you get with the auto features on the note is about what I would edit this to anyway. Um, mm. Sometimes these are a little oversaturated for my taste. Um, which it's a little harder to kind of tone it down yeah. after the mm -hmm. fact. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I'll, you know, I'll look at this one and say, Ooh, that's not right. And go with this one or vice versa. Um, which is why I like to have both, but there's a photographer that I follow online. Um, Martin Wong, he's fabulous. Look him up. Um, but he does a lot of posting on his Instagram of the raw versus the edit. Mm. And he shows you the edit first and you're like, oh, wow, that's a stunning photo. And then you kind of swipe through. And when you look at the two of them side by side, the final edit looks so oversaturated. Like how would anyone ever do that intentionally? But when you looked at it initially in a social media feed, you're like, this is the best Instagram photo I think I've ever seen. Um, and it's just, it's fascinating. He actually live streams his photo edits to, to Twitch. Oh, and nice. it's fascinating cool. to watch. Yeah, it's fascinating to watch. So I've been, I've been um, really just kind of fascinatingly like from the outside studying a lot of this. I do not consider myself a professional photographer nor a professional photo editor by any means. Um, but if you're someone who wants to get pretty close without doing all that post-production, the Samsung oversaturated look does it. Um, now that being said, and not just because I don't like Apple, Full, full bias disclosed. I'm not an Apple fan. Um, but how warm Apple's photos are is a turnoff for me. I personally don't care for that look. And I can tell when people do like phone comparisons of iPhone and anything else, I can immediately tell which is the iPhone because it's always so warm. And that's that's actually been what, what's interesting is that how recent that's been, because I remember how praised Apple used to be for the more natural photo aesthetic that they weren't. Mm -hmm turning on all of this HDR eye candy. And then somewhere around iPhone 10, I was seeing iPhone photos come out that like, whoa, that is not what we used to talk about for Apple. And now I kind of feel like Apple and Samsung are trying to find this convergence point where even Apple is talking about raw photography. <laughs> yeah. Remember, Apple's yeah. just work. You don't need to edit the photos on an iPhone. It just works. I just get the good photos when I shoot on an iPhone. And now suddenly we're talking about like, well, you can take this and here's this really great raw starting Pro point that you can edit in a promo. Pro and exactly. And, you're like, and Samsung does that really well. <laughs> but I remember when, especially back... um. Uh, what were we talking about? Was it Note? Was it Note Eight? I can't remember, Trish. Anyway, it, but you know, like I I shoot raw and then I edit and then that's mm -hmm. kind of the final thing that I come from. And I would have so many techies like, oh, but but consumers are never gonna like edit their photos. You know, like no one's gonna like. You know, like what are you Some talking about? Might. Well, but I mean, like, Some, 
No, but I mean, seriously, why are we why are we dismissing and holding up our nose at the idea of editing? Because like, look at how people really use social media. Maybe it's just a filter. But even when I hit something on Instagram, I go through the little edits thing and just like, I'm going to bump up the brightness a little. Maybe I'll tack on some contrast. Oh, this filter actually that's photo editing. Everyone touches their photos before they put them up. We all do this. And it took Apple 13 generations of phones (laughs) to finally say, maybe you want a little more data. Maybe you want a little more photo to edit from before you upload it to social media. Well, and But I think that the perfect balance of that is um, like Google's photo editing features mm-hmm. that they have where it's like, hey, our AI has like selected some things for Options you that free. might that might be optimized. If you just try these six or seven things, you might find something you like. But then if you want to get more specific here, you can adjust all the nitty gritty and figure it out. A little bit lower. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I, I used it. So I'll actually, this is kind of funny. um, I took mine out tonight. Samsung (laughs) has its own editing features and they're not my favorite. And I understand I could just open Google photos on this phone and edit it using Google photos on this phone but I take them on this phone and then edit them on this phone. I don't know why it's so silly, but I a hundred percent do. I think it's because I trust the color clarity on the pixel a little bit more as far as the display. Yeah. And also again, just the native Android UI, so many less issues. Like I I kept having a bug the other day, weirdly on this phone where if I shared a photo to Instagram stories from my photos app, Mm-hmm. It looked fine when I did it. And then when I would post it, it would never share the photo, just any text or stickers I put over top. So what it would share to stories was just black, just oh. a big black image with like stickers and text over it. And I was like, <gasps> so I'm just like, you know what? I'm going with the tried and true. This never met <laughs> stock Android, baby. Does it great. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a good one. I, I don't think I've heard that one before. That's that's pretty messed up. It's so weird, right? And so, of course, I noticed it right away, thank goodness, and deleted. And then I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to use the Pixel. But, I mean, the Pixel's certainly slower than a lot of the new Samsung phones. The front-facing cam isn't quite as good. The photo mm. processing, you know, isn't quite as so, good from what I can I, see. Um, so it's just... You know, we always talk this about much. this. Everybody needs to Frankenstein their perfect phone. But then when the, was it the LG Moto came out? The one that was like phone Legos and you build your own phone? When someone oh, actually Aria. did the Frankenstein your own phone, uh, nobody liked it. No, no. Um, so, so Moto had the Moto Mods. Oh, the Moto Mods. That's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. The I'm Moto sorry. Mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slap the back. Um, LG had the G5, which wasn't a very great phone it, they had lg friends L, lg friends one you had to just say it lg friends uh <laughs> yeah no no uh the, <laughs> the motor mod no speaking of hasselblad at the beginning of the conversation uh that takes us back to motor mod so we have one of our Juan and i's all all-time favorite conversations um no i, I mean pixels are I mean, like just about less than a week ago, we got some new features on the Pixel. Like, I mean, that's the cool thing about Pixels. You get mm-hmm. the new the new tech, the new feature drops, the updates, the security patches and all of those. Um, and so for, for you, Trish, just kind of a little bit of a, I don't know if you've had a chance to use it. Uh, the Note 21 Ultra's front-facing camera is better than the S, than the, uh, sorry, the S21 Ultra's uh, front-facing camera is better than the Note 20 Ultra because of the autofocusing if you do video. 
they've they've improved the front facing camera. It still has the other concerns, but as far as, far as I, like you said, it, the Bluetooth functionality is just not there, unfortunately. It has more accurate bouquet, right? Isn't that what they were saying on the S21 Ultra that you're going to see from the Snapdragon 888? Is that more accurate bouquet effect in your uh, portrait? Yeah. Uh, if you take it with the back sensor, yes. Uh, if you take I, it with the back I, sensor. So oh, I, for my experience... Yeah. If when I compare front facing to back facing camera, uh, in when you're trying to do that bokeh effect, uh, so the image that I used for Sony's, that the, they asked me for a picture to put on the site for for the show, uh, was a, a bokeh image that I took or a portrait image that I took straight with uh, the back facing sensor on the uh, Note 20. It was during the time I was filming the Mi 11 comparison to the uh, the S21 Ultra, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they asked me for a picture. I was like, which picture do I look the best in? So I grabbed that one and. Yes, it, it does. So I we ha- we had the Note 20 and Juan and I had a, a, we did a challenge between him and myself. So I lent him my Note 20. He lent me his uh, uh, duo and we did that comparison there. And so that's about the, mostly the main th- difference there. But if, if you do use your device for quite some time, like, like you say, and with productions and so on, you, it, there's some heating issue right now for the S21 mm. Ultra. So, uh, so here, Juan, we have with desktop mode, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I oh I need to switch this out of desktop mode. How do yes. I get this back out? Hey Dex, turn off. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The S21. I can do it for you here if you want me. I can turn on Dex on my side. Or did you want to turn on the? No, camera? no, no, no. I'm I'm gonna try and show you because uh, again, uh, I. I uh, <laughs> you look great I, as a desktop. We're, ju- we're just dexing it up in here. No, yeah. I actually have. Hold on, um, let me see. Can we do that? I have I have my S21 Ultra, um, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you guys feel this pain as well. I'm like, by the time I set it up in the way that I'm going to want it, if I'm actually going to use it as like my main phone, it's going to take me three hours to set it up. Oh, no, no. I, I have the <laughs> S21 Ultra as well. Uh, nice. I I know I got the S20 and the S21 both. Uh, I, 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 there's not that much. I mean, I'm not saying that the device isn't good. Um, the the concerns when it comes down to performance and the fact that it is under underclocked by default out of the box. Samsung knew for some reason that there was so, going to be. I was issues. I was going to save this for for my uh, my camera review. But that's um, how we always do it, Juan. We always get a little bit of sneak peeks. I'm, to this. I'm telling you, this this S21 is is not fully baked. It it needs more polish. So this happened several times while trying to shoot um in in the office so this is a screen grab of the camera app just decided it was going to go one quarter screen and completely locked up because that's all you need one that's that's all oh wow i'd rotate it and it would go back to to landscape and then boom it would lock right back up again wow you know what this was a weird feature i had when i was looking over my s21 for like review purposes Sometimes the like space zoom where you get to see the moon would work and other times it wouldn't mm-hmm. at all. It and, just was very temperamental. And the other thing that that definitely kind of gives me some some pause, some concern about um the uh just the performance is it's really easy to kind of see like how the phone if you take two shots right next to each other. That was totally smooth. I'm going to mm-hmm. go in and take a second shot. And it starts like stuttering through the the uh, uh, because it's processing one one photo in the background. Yeah. Just processing one photo in the background tanks the camera UI, and it starts stuttering 
through the next uh, through the next shot. So there definitely needs to be some adjustments. And I really don't like the new night mode where it completes the the shutter button, mm-hmm. and then I still have to wait four seconds. So they finish processing. Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense to me. Why not make the 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 moon transition on that shutter button just take four? So every other phone just shows you the entire process of how that goes. So it, for every little thing that I, I'm I'm digging on Samsung, and I think that they've done a good job fixing, and the autofocus has been so much more predictable than where we were last year. There are so many of these little moments where I just don't trust the phone. I just don't trust the camera because I mean, think about just how dumb, simple the pixels have become and you just sort of get a feel for it and you trust it. And you know, you know what the shot's going to be. It might not always be the best um, version of that shot, but it's like, I can predict the outcome Mm -hmm. of a pixel nine times out of 10. And I don't, I don't have that feeling with Samsung. It's like, I need to manage it and then chimp it, make sure I got the shot and then go mm-hmm. back and I'll probably need to reshoot still anyway. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I just, I'm hoping that whatever the next Pixel device is, is a little bit more premium, like yeah. the 4XL. Like I was a little bummed. I destroyed my 4XL, a sad, sad face, sad cookie over here um, because the Pixel 5, I feel like is a little slower, a little more sluggish, not quite as as snappy as the 4XL was. So whatever the 6 is, I hope that they give us a couple options as far as like mid-tier, flagship tier, etc. Or or even just used last year's, uh, the, 86, the 865 or even the 870, uh, the, the refurbed yeah. version of last year's. Uh, I think that would still be a much more uh, flagship ex- uh, experience type. Because yeah. like you said, the 855 on uh, on the Pixel 4XL is still like even today, today, it's a good processor. Very if fast, I, very nimble. If I hadn't destroyed, I destroyed mine in the heat. I live in the desert here in Southern California. And in the summer heat in my area, it gets over 110 degrees sometimes. Yep. And yep. I had it outside with me and it started getting very hot, very fast because it was so hot outside. And um, I had forgotten that I'm sure my son has dropped my phone multiple times. And I was like, oh, it's really hot. I'm just going to stick it in the pool to cool it off. Oh no! What I and it, and things started to. Well, break but off. I was like, it's IP IPX seven IPX eight, no problem. Uh, again, not remembering that my son has probably dropped it multiple times, which completely compromises the ingress protection. <laughs> um, so then, when I pulled it out and was like, "Oh yeah, it's a little cooler now," I set it down to go take care of my son for something, and when I came back, it never turned on again. Ooh. Yeah, that was the end of my four XL. It was so sad. No, 110 degrees uh, Fahrenheit for those in chat. Oh, what Ditya knows. He's being <laughs> wacky. Although sometimes it, it, it does feel imaginary, like I- imaginary thing. No, no, Aditya. Uh, it 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 can get up to one like 115, 117 in mm-hmm. some areas here. Southern California, we we get the good weather, but we also get the heat and we we get the fires and we also get the earthquakes. So yeah, we we keep it spicy, you know. Don't you can't yeah. enjoy the weather all the time. At, at some point, we should all like just just make like a a techie emergency bug out bag preparedness mm-hmm. video. Like we'll make a PSA. Like these are the types of batteries that I keep in my backpack. Oh, it's uh, it's going to be everybody with the emergency hand crank radios. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody going back to FM and AM radio. Crank, like I, I gotta hear what's going on. 
Well, no, I, I, I'm like not even kidding. Like the hand cranks with the solar mm -hmm. power that can also take lithium ions that you can mm -hmm. also recharge, that yeah, yeah. then charge all your devices when you're out of power. I got I got some of those solar panel USB pa uh, power so I I kept them from my when I reviewed them purely for that matter. Uh, we even have a, a like a battery a massive battery bank. Uh, we had some rolling backouts. When it gets pretty windy where we are, um, unfortunately, our our power company decides that they'd rather just shut off the power. So we went through yeah. a little bit of a yeah. So we were out for was it like two and a half days? So I have this okay. massive like literally I can power a refrigerator from it. Yeah. Um, so I was happy that I had one of those for review. I kept that. So uh, nice. yeah, we should we should definitely do uh, you know what does TK have for when 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 stuff goes south? You know when when things go bad. But we, we've only done two days of rolling blackouts when yeah. we were having all the a couple a couple weeks back when the winds were really yeah yeah like, no no that was exactly what happened. So yeah. we 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 never lost for a full day, but over two days, like we dip out for a couple hours and then come back, and then we mm -hmm. we lost internet access a bunch of times. Just Spect mm -hmm. yeah, uh, sorry that the one that shall not be named the, the, uh, had some problems. That that yes. company. Yeah, that and I live further out in the sticks than you guys do, and our power was shut off six times in December alone. Oh wow! Um, because of winds, and every time they shut it off for us, it's a preventative measure, which means it's at least over twenty-four hours. Yeah. Whenever they shut it off for preventative means they need another twenty-four hours past whenever the wind advisory ends to inspect equipment before they can turn it back on. So every time all the food in your fridge goes bad, you've lost all that work that you had planned for a day or two you know, internet's out, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we ended up buying a, 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 not a whole home generator, mm -hmm. but a generator that's beefy enough to power the fridge. So at least we won't lose food again. Um, yep. And if it's really cold, we can at least heat the house. Our power was out um, almost over Christmas. They turned it back on Christmas Eve at like 5 p.m., but they weren't supposed to turn it back on until Christmas Day in the afternoon. And I, I will admit, I hate to complain on social media, but I angry tweeted. It, I mean, it oh, went out the morning of the 23rd and they were like anticipated, uh, anticipated recovery time, December 25th at noon. I was like, no, what? no, that, that's when I feel like, yeah, you've got a policy and now it's time for you to aggressively beat the expectations on that yep. policy. Else you've got an angry mob at your headquarters. Well, not only that, because uh, whatever they say that, you know, whenever you call them and then you tell them like, you know, things are going to go out, battery, they say, oh, yeah, yeah, just go ahead and fill up the form. We'll process it. We'll do things for you. You know, we'll take care of whatever. And then later when you try to apply for it, you find out that they don't cover it because it was preventative measure. It was out of their control. So you're out anyways. And these little things like, you know, power banks or massive battery packs or portable generators that we have to kind of. Uh, I mean, and these are things that we just need to be prepared for anyways. You know, yeah. we never know when, when the next one, you know, uh, but yeah, uh, True. it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Yes. Uh, yeah, we didn't I, go through Christmas. It was more last time, like when you Marie and I, and especially after what happened with you and Nate, uh, Trish, Marie and I are like, we probably should have some, because I mean, it's also like what we, what we should probably do. We've, we've got medications. Like I'm on a medication mm -hmm. that yes. requires refrigeration. Marie's on a med that requires refrigeration. And like, we should just get a little mini fridge to keep them separate from our main fridge. We just been mm -hmm. a little lazy there. Um, but then if our power goes, a generator powering a little mini fridge should keep us going for a while before yeah. we have to be really concerned about our meds. 
Yeah. Well, and if you, I can tell you about all of this off stream later, because we have now done a lot of research into it. Um, <laughs> but if you even have just like a camping cooler, you can pack that up. And if you pack it tight with your meds, it should keep your meds cool for 48 yeah. hours. Oh, we've, we've got like um, some vapor bags. We've got some hiking, some mm -hmm. hiking gear okay, and, and we've got some like insulated carry pouches. Like I'm, I'm enough of a former boy scout to like have <laughs> some of those. It's, it's um in our last place. I, I'm not sure how we would have set it up, but out right. here, um, I'm, I'm a little more concerned about power outages and winds than when we were a little bit more city center. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously it still could have happened in our old neighborhood too, but now that we're a little farther out, it, it's definitely more of a concern that mm -hmm. if, if, uh, if stuff goes, it could go for a while. We could be out for a while. Yeah, I was actually in your neck of the wood, lads, uh, last Friday. That's oh, driving the car. <laughs> are you? Are, are we talking about that yet? I wasn't. No, 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 no. We are not okay. jinxing this. We're not jinxing it. If that, All if right. it does happen, it happens. That's when we here's, talk about here's, it. But, here's yeah. the next tease. You know, we were going to play the game of like what to replace with the Sony watch is uh, whether or not TK is going to pull the trigger on a midlife crisis mobile. And then uh... don't call it a midlife. So if you call it a midlife crisis, then then, then I'm gonna have to have to talk with my Look, wife. You got gonna... you got but he got real spiky. So I'm not I'm I'm not too far off. I don't think. No, no, no. But, but the weird thing is that no, she now you're justifying. Call now you're trying she to call, you're moving no, the goalposts. You're she doing the thing. With that, and, and it's like I don't want to have that conversation right now. And and, and I, I'm. Anyways, I so I was not driving a car that happened to be in, you know, Topanga Canyon area, not Topanga Canyon, in Northridge uh, area. And they, they let me just borrow the car for 35 minutes. So I drove around and, you know. <laughs> See, now I want to get all car nerd on you. I'm like, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, I'm, I've been checking certain things every day. Like if anybody, if if anybody ever looks at my history within the last few days, they're gonna see like one theme. So yeah, uh, but we'll we'll see. Uh, <laughs> our Lord and Savior, yeah, man. A, a okay, few thanks. a few people I think have nailed it. I think they've. I like yes, I like uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, no. Um, it, all I have to say is the the feeling you got with with VR, like when you went with Beat Saber and how that's a gateway drug. Yeah, this yeah. this thing has the exact same effect. Like exact. Yep. It it fed on every single nerd level of excitement that I've ever wanted in a piece of tech, and I was like, oh. Anyways, <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, on I'm hoping note, it happens. Yeah, let's help. Note, let's help PK bail. Cause he's not going to say it, but I'm pretty no, I'm, sure most people know, but oh it's my okay. God. We'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> I'm patient. No, no. Uh, yeah, no. It, I, I just want to get, I, I want to see if it's possible. It, well, I, not as possible. It. So the concern with it is it's the price for it. And if, if I want to feed the geek, I, it's just, eh. anyways. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I, go back, back, back to you, Juan. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, but um, uh, back back to you. Uh, appreciate. Okay, it. good. And uh, we've got Johnny on the spot, but um, but no, seriously. <laughs> I, and and again, I I I know that you know our we we try to aim for around you know a ninety minutes kind of conversation, but oh yeah, okay. so wow. long. I know 
I love it. No, I was going to tell you guys, I was like, man, if this goes much longer, I have an 8 a.m. call time tomorrow. So I was going to be like, I love you guys, but I got to go to bed. Yeah, I've got an early call tomorrow, too. So I got a 6 a.m. premiere that I got to be up for. I appreciate it. So on that note, let's go ahead and uh, start wrapping it up. Trish, thank you so much for jumping in. This is a conversation that that obviously, I mean, I, 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 I just personally, we, we need to have more frequently. I agree. Then, uh, I miss I miss our weekly chats in the studio back when that was a thing. Um, Juan and I have kind of decided we are just like the gender swap of each other in quite a lot of ways. Um, so it was really nice to get together once a week and just kind of like bounce life stuff off of. We, we kind of, well, to be fair, we kind of landed on that first when we sort of realized that our spouses were sort of the gender swaps of each other. And they're, wait yeah. a minute. Does that mean we're like, oh, yeah. no, we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Nate and Marie have very many similar personality traits. <laughs> oh, it's good times. It's well, very I'm fun. very, very happy to finally get it, get a chance to meet you, Trish. Uh, I've yeah. heard so many, so many good. So, I'm sorry. So, yeah, good thing. Did I say good things? Yeah. So many good yes. things about you from Juan uh, in the past. Oh, uh, all the bad stuff you didn't say. Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> always. It was always uh, a pleasure watching you guys on the New X show. Uh, I, I, again, thank you very much for joining us uh, and uh, spending some time with us uh, after the, the kiddos are, are asleep. Uh, that's the best way to, I think that, that's really where we are time-wise because, yeah. you know, they're asleep, they're enjoying it, and uh, we get to hang out. So It's cool. true. Um, where uh, where where can people find your stuff? Find your show. What are you working on next? Uh, Links are in the description, of course, for Trish. But please go. Yeah. So, um, pretty much on all the social medias, I'm that girl Trish with no I in the girl. So it's just that G R L Trish. Um, except for YouTube and Twitch, where it's my full name. On both YouTube and Twitch, it's just slash Trisha Hirschberger. Um which can be a little bit of a a mouthful. So definitely check out the link in the description for spelling if you have any questions. Um, But yeah, I mean, my main platforms that I focus on right now are probably Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, And then Facebook and YouTube have taken a little bit of a backseat. I've been trying to put more effort into my YouTube channel, but Juan and TK, I'll have to pick your brain about that because I feel like all the moves that I'm trying to make are um, having the adverse effect of what I was hoping would happen analytics wise. So uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to pick the brains of the experts on that. But yeah, if you want to come hang out, my Twitch community is called the dragon riders and we're super welcoming and would love to have every different type of gamer in there. As I mentioned earlier in the stream, I'm a variety streamer. So everything from indie games to virtual reality streams to, hardcore cyberpunk uh or you know um control remedies control i really dug and i played a bunch of that i still have to go back and play the dlc um but yeah just a a wide variety of gameplay and uh and just kind of hanging out and having nice times happens there so thank you guys so much for having me um you know i still my my tech stuff is normally for other brands other than myself. I put some tech on my YouTube channel every now and then, but um, I do a lot of hosting for Amazon Live right now as well, which is always really funny because the the response to that is always Amazon has live streams because you know you type in Amazon.com to go shopping and then you're like, whoa, a live stream? What happened? Um, but if that happens to you, you might see my face uh, hey. talking about tech and stress testing tech on Amazon. 
Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. And I do a how-to series for Kingston that I've been doing now for almost seven years. It's been a really long time that I've been, I write and host that series. Um, that's so a lot of people find those when you Google like how to, and then something with tech, their SEO, whoever does the SEO over at Kingston studios does a real nice job because those videos show up a lot right away. Right. Right. But yeah, Yeah. so you can find me on the interwebs doing the techie gamey stuff. Well, um, with that being said, thank you to everybody for hanging out with us. Again, thank you to Juan uh, for joining us as well. Um, for Aditya, uh, for Michael Peppertech as well, Gary the Fireman, um, Fat Produce, Kick-Ass Show, thank you very much. Um, everybody hanging out with us, uh, be safe, stay safe, um, You know, uh, connect with your friends and family, and uh, try to spread the joy and you know enjoy your day. Uh, it is the end of the day for us, so we are going to go to sleep, but... Uh, take care you guys uh, we'll see you next week for another episode of the best of our week um, and you know back with our buddy here Juan Carlos and myself and again thank you very much Trish take care everybody we'll see you guys next week bye everyone bye bye everybody bam